Good to be back. It is. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long time. I Probably know. Two months? Two months? Mm-hmm. Really? No, I think so. Because one month Ramadan and we didn't yeah. do it for like weeks after that, before that, right? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Season two? Is it season two then? <laughs> yes, we should have announced that as season two. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yep. we are back with season two, and how was Ramadan? Uh, Ramadan, um, <laughs> as as cliche as it sounds, it was super fast. Hmm. How many time? How many hours were you fasting? Um, it was about like sixteen hours. No, it's not so bad. For some reason, I thought it would be fasting longer. Well, well, if if you go to north northern parts of Helsinki, well, I mean Finland, then I guess you will you might fast around uh, what eighteen twenty. No, okay, no twenty is a bit harsh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was good this year with the weather and everything. The weather was good. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, alhamdulillah, the weather was so perfect, and I got a chance to fast the, the whole week because I was quarantine in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit, a little more than a week. I fasted at home, so I got nothing going on. I was it was good. Alhamdulillah, the weather so was you, good. You. You had the opportunity to focus. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you didn't focus? No, I. I mean, I. I tried. Okay. May Allah accept it from us, from yes. you, from everyone. But I did. I tried, and yeah, it's been so long since I. I fasted Ramadan without nothing. Like I had to work or I had to go to school. Mm-hmm. This time I didn't have anything. So it was good. I enjoyed myself so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Alrighty. So as relevant as it is, we're talking about, we want to talk about Ramadan now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A great segue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I believe everyone knows how significant Ramadan is in Islam. Our, like the benefits, why, why we do it and everything. I think, you know, it's the information, everything is out there. And I believe almost everyone knows it. Right, mm-hmm. but uh, or do you want to give us a little recap? Maybe if there are, <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you do that, my dear? Okay, let's not let's not do that. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> what? No way. You should definitely do it. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Okay, it's okay. They will understand. It's been two months. We're we're a little bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is Ramadan significant in our faith? I think it's it's because first of all, it's um, it's one of the five commandments of Islam. So you believe in Allah, uh, that there is no god but Allah. Who's worthy of worship, and then um, Muhammad sallam is um, the last messenger. That's the first um, 
what is that thingy called? Uh, damn it. I just say that I forgot the word. And the, the, the second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I wanted to say Arkan. I forgot mm-hmm. the English word. Pillars? Yes, the first <laughs> pillar. So the second pillar is that um, uh, so you have to establish the prayer and prayer is a lot but it's a different one in in our uh, in our religion uh, so mm-hmm. you have to pray five times a day at a specific time and there are specific uh, you know ruku and sujood and you know uh, a specific r- ritual um, mm-hmm. and then the third one is wasamu uh, ramadan so that, mm-hmm. it's the third pillar so you have to if you're a muslim uh, then it's part of what you have to do. Like, basically, like, it's on top of the list. So it's that significant, and it's also, like, written in the Quran, like, um, in the first chapter of the Quran, that uh, it says that um, fasting has been written on us uh, in the... Prescribed to um, us. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as, as it was... Uh, for people be- before us, and yes. it's one. It says that it's one month um, fasting, the, the 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 month of Ramadan. So, and there's like, and then you have to fast from um, dawn to dusk to dawn, dawn to dusk. Yeah. So, so like it's very like definitely like the it's the holiest month, and yeah. 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 So that that's the significance in our faith. Exactly. Um, and besides that, not besides that, that goes hand in hand with yeah. the other benefits or the other reasons why we do Ramadan. Mm. It's mainly because Allah said so, mm-hmm. and then it is because Allah said so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then for the other things, like, um, like there are meanings attached to it. Uh, like some people describe Ramadan as a month of spiritual reflection, like self-improvement, um, self-discipline, self-control, sacrifices, and empathy. Mm-hmm. Right? They say that empathy for the less fortunate, fortunate ones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so on. So it's like it's a month that is honestly full, uh, loaded with meanings and depth and blessings as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I and, just, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and and also like, I think for me like, it's so crazy because Ramadan is I think full of miracles. Like, um, f- for me, you know, like because it has a lot of um, barakah. What, what mm-hmm. is barakah in English? Blessings. <laughs> yes, it's it's a lot. The time is blessed, like you can do a lot in, in the daytime uh, in, in Ramadan that you can more than you can do like any other mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and people are super kind, super, super charitable and and um, like and you just you just feel so pure <laughs> and so close to Allah, you know, for me. Um, and uh, yeah, and also like it's a month of the Quran. So you you know, like, you start reading more of the Quran translation or, like, in Arabic as well, like, you just recite it, and that's just so uh, calming and peaceful. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, you, you, uh, yeah, it's just very, 
it's it's full of a blessing but mm-hmm. the blessings that's that's yeah that's that's, true. that's that's what it is for me okay so that's your personal like meaning the personal meaning you attach to it yeah th- these days I mean, mm-hmm. in, in the <laughs> when I was a child, um, I mean, I mean, a child, as in like a teenager, I I think it was more about the food and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, and meeting friends and you know, uh, the 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 social aspects of it. Uh, it it made me feel special that everybody else is eating but we're not because a specific <laughs> time and you know everybody's sleeping but we're not sleeping we're just we're praying and you know calling each other mm-hmm. and like you'd you'd call anybody at 3 a.m like a muslim mm-hmm. and then they're up or you're texting with them and that that made me feel special so mm-hmm. but but now yeah it's it's about blessings how about you for me, uh, well, besides everything you just said, you just mentioned because it's something I feel in Ramadan too. Mm-hmm. But other than time, other than that, Ramadan for me is um, it's like uh, a month where I taste my limits. It's um, hmm. it's you know it's 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 obviously a month of self transformation, mm-hmm. and if you're someone like me who struggles with consistency and. <clears throat> And, and everything Ramadan it kind of first of all like you said something about Ramadan makes things easy for you mm. it could be the miracles or the blessings of Allah mm. and others it's like I know I have to do it this is my obligation and those two things they they really just um, they put something in me that I did I didn't I don't usually feel that I have in other months like let's say for 30 days straight I I read the Quran which I really struggle to do it Mm. the other month like Mm. I do it now like so easy like simple like I'm not saying it's easy but you know it's I do it here yeah like Mm. I change my routines for Ramadan like easily just like that because I have to Mm. and then so that kind of showed me that Honestly, if you believe in something, and because this is Ramadan, I believe in it. Like deep down, it's mm-hmm. Ramadan. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. So I don't even give myself excuses not to do the the things mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So every every year, it actually shows me that like consistency is achievable, like mm-hmm. self transformation is achievable, and it's mm-hmm. just yeah, it makes me so happy to be honest. I taste myself, and I see I'm capable. And it make and I feel a little bit accomplished every time Ramadan comes and leaves. It it kind of leaves me ac- feeling accomplished, which yeah. I crave. I crave that thing in my life. Mm. I personally, mm. so yeah, that's that's my personal meaning to it. Wow. Yeah. I I I think like I really I understand you. Mm. Okay. Speaking of not eating, since you mentioned it. What do you think is about food that is restricted? Like, why do you think we're not allowed to eat in Ramadan? And just as a, just as, as an information, though, like fasting and restricting being restricted from food is not just uh, it's not just in Islam. Fasting is observed in almost every religion in the world. Mm-hmm. They might not. They might not have like a specific date, month, and time like we do. They might not follow the stru- the specific structure. But every religion, one or the other, they prescribe fasting mm-hmm. to their followers. And not just religion. Now, if you see as a lifestyle, there's intermittent fasting and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, it could be like the 
main benefit could be losing weight, but other than that, for spiritual well-being, it's something people start to follow a lot more. So what do you think is about food that we need to kind of stay away from to be spiritually healthier? <laughs> Why food? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, um, I think like from personal experience, that, that's what I could tell you. I mean, the science is there to read and like what they say about like how a human is not like just um you know a physical being you're we're made of like spirit and soul so like um the food that you give for your soul or your spirit is not the same food that uh you give for your physical body Mm-hmm. And you s- somehow need to balance that. I think that that's what I understand from what I've read. But from my personal experience, the you know the days that I fast, mm-hmm. uh, I really focus. And I don't know, maybe it's of course I get hungry, but then that that phase passes, and then I just I am able to be more productive. Uh, mm-hmm. I can focus more. Um, mm-hmm. I guess like. Um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but that's what happens to me when I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I believe that too. Just like you said, it's it's all about the balance between uh, feeding your physical body and then feeding your feeding your spiritual and soul like mm-hmm. entity, mm-hmm. right? And I think. Uh, so, but on the other hand, I'm not sure if in order to feed one, you have to starve the other. I'm, I'm not really sure. Just like you said, the science and like the actual reasons there to read. But from my understanding is that especially at this time and age, but in any time and age in human um, history, our mm. lifestyle and our day circulates or cir- like circles around eating, especially now, right? Mm-hmm. You, you get up, you, you eat, and then you do something, you eat, and, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And we, all, we always work in order to eat as well. Mm-hmm. So we don't starve, right? It's just one part of being a human. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, it's just the more you give your physical body a comfort, the more you just paint to its needs, you're just, on the other hand, you'll be tending to, uh, tend to forget or starve your other needs of your body. Mm-hmm your soul and everything right mm. so um yeah i think this is what uh, I, um this just islam i don't know about the religions but islam has prescribed us one month to be mindful of mindful of which uh, of the entity we're, we're we're feeding i'm sorry i'm stuttering mm. a lot because i'm trying to no you make sense so right this is like a must mm. to be mindful yeah of feeding our other entities as well you'll be mindful mm-hmm. of what you eat and everything and on the other hand just like you said from personal experiences like I don't know about you guys but I I am an emotional eater like when, I'm, <laughs> yeah. when I'm not feeling well or like I'm down or if like I'm, I'm, I'm going through something but that cannot be right away fixed and everything I tend to just bury my feelings like in, in snacks and foods and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is which is such a bad habit, to be honest. I'm actually mm-hmm. much better now as an adult, alhamdulillah. Back in my teen years, it was worse. Mm-hmm. So Ramadan, it actually, that is the one month Ramadan 
jolts me out of it because I cannot eat whatever I'm feeling however I'm feeling it I cannot eat and then that actually shows me that eating when I'm feeling low eating and not eating actually don't make a difference on my feeling it's just I just thought it would it would just give me something Mm. to do right it's just a little it just releases some happy hormones when the food is on my tongue and everything but then it goes (laughs) it's actually not a solution so that actually shows me all the time that if I develop a self-control, I don't even have to eat at all, like mm. for, for feeling reasons, because I saw it in Ramadan that it absolutely don't make any change. I don't feel better. If anything, I feel worse after doing it. Mm. Right? So that's my personal experience. But uh, like, like just saying it now, I remember, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but do you know gluttony, gluttony, G-L-U-T-T-O-N-Y or N-Y? It's like gluttony. Okay. Basically, what it is is that excessive eating and greed and uh, not mindful of what you eat. Okay. It's it's kind of a mental state, and some people even consider it as one of the deadly sins. Sins. It's considered to be a deadly sins. Actually, let me pull up Google and I would like to read it for you. It's interesting. So, yeah. So, generally, gluttony include not savoring a reasonable amount of food. Mm-hmm. Um, eating outside of a prescribed prescribed time that is mindless eating mm-hmm. um, anticipating eating with preoccupied longing consuming costly foods or like eating lavishly simply for the purpose of conspicuous consumption which mm-hmm. is really interesting the third point it is anticipating eating with preoccupied longing this is mm-hmm. I don't think normal people do that or I don't know if you're wrong <laughs> But no, no, people with eating disorders, mm. they tend to do this a lot because it's a disorder anyways. I'm sorry to use the word normal. I'm just saying people who don't have eating disorders, I'm not sure if they do it. But mm. people who have it, they actually do it because it's, it's an illness. So, so can you explain what, what it means exactly? Anticipating, okay. I'm, mm. anticipating eating with preoccupied longing is that you kind of fantasize eating before you even eat it's like a thing in their mind yeah. it's just like oh i'm gonna eat. do you know i don't know if you heard but do you have you ever heard about food porn oh uh, yes <laughs> okay it's basically that okay um just a little disclaimer this is not the scientific definition this is how okay. i understand it yeah but yeah. it's basically fantasizing about eating food or like like let's say i'm gonna eat after two hours because i'm doing whatever whatever but but in that two hours yeah I'm, I'm just constantly picturing myself eating or how I'm oh gonna eat what I eat and honestly it's brutal for people that go through it it's brutal so have you experienced this um so um I'm obviously have never been diagnosed with um eating disorder or whatever so I don't want to take a spotlight from the people that actually did but for me is that like I told you like when I am feeling down especially as a teenage girl Mm. when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling not well because of school or whatever it's just when I'm at school I cannot wait to go home and eat something for me it was (laughs) like that I cannot wait like I just remember all the like the cheesy things I I get to eat or the ice cream or whatever things that I'm not supposed to eat in large quantity 
Like I cannot wait to go home and eat them. So obviously it's yeah. not the same thing, but I I do understand the the feeling and it's just I it was amazing that I saw it here. Yeah. So yeah, some people do argue that gluten is a sin as well. So uh, whatever meaning you give it, it's clear that the way we eat and how we eat and the relationship we have food contributes to our spiritual health. And food is something that should be um, like managed and that should be done in a mindful way. Mm, I agree, definitely. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so... How were you when Ramadan starts? Like, how did you welcome Ramadan? <laughs> I I saw that question and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> you were excited? No, I was I was uh, I was scared. Um, yeah, okay. Because it says it says in what did you in what state did you accept it, and then in what state did it leave you? Oh, that's scary, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, because we didn't leave it you know it left us yeah. we're not the ones who yeah. moved <laughs> it did yeah Allah. Uh, but okay so yeah. I was super busy <laughs> when uh, when Ramadan was about to begin uh-huh. um, with work uh-huh. and um, I remember like thinking like seeing posts on social media saying it's like the countdown and I'm like mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'm ready mentally. Like, I think I know what to do. I know, like, I, I know, like, I, I fast, so like, I know how that goes, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but then Ramadan came. It mm-hmm. it came so fast <laughs> again, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I think like three days in, I I co- I almost collapsed. I was in bed mm-hmm. like on the third day or the fourth day because. You know, I, I I wasn't prepared as I thought I was. You know, my my schedule was not um was not adjusted, so I was not sleeping enough hours. I was not eating uh like good food at the end of the day after I fast. Like the fasting was not difficult for the first few days, um, but then it it got very difficult on the third day. You gotta remember, like I'm fasting sixteen hours, and I'm if I'm not getting like eight hours sleep and then I'm not eating I'm not breaking my fast with um, you know like good food Mm -hmm. then (laughs) like the energy is going down and down like uh so like I think on the fourth day or the third day I was like um I couldn't work anymore and I was super hungry Mm -hmm. but then I I just I decided to get off work take a break and then you know, that day I just, I was in bed, I was praying. I didn't want to break my fast because uh-huh. at the end of the day it was my mistake. And um, I mean, <laughs> you are supposed to feel hunger. You, you're not supposed to break your fast when it gets difficult, right? Uh-huh. Like if it gets impossible, of course, but it was not impossible. You knew then. you were not there. Yeah, you knew yeah. it wasn't impossible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't my limit. Um, mm-hmm. So... I just, you know, I, 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 I crawled up in bed and I was just crying and, and oh. praying. And, <laughs> I know, and um, yeah, I, I swear, God, like you would, I, I, I used to say that that I feel bad. Like, of course, I feel bad for people who are hungry, like on the street, you know, like mm-hmm. growing up, and I just like I would see those people and I, I, I would feel bad for them, but mm-hmm. like. 
on the third or fourth day of Ramadan when I was in bed and super hungry. Like, it hurt my stomach. And I had a huge headache and I had a fever. I was shaking. Oh, I was, I was, I was, you've been there? Uh, you should know. I'm sorry. I've never been there. I, I have, I have had headaches from being hungry, but not a fever or shaking. I was shaking. And okay, but I was could be you have, like, you have anemia too, right? I, I do have anemia too. And I wasn't taking my iron pills seriously. I mean, it all happened so fast and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was uh, I was in a, <laughs> I was wrapped in a blanket but I was freezing it was super crazy super crazy experience but I just I did I, I don't want to give up so I was just listening to lectures and I was praying to God I prayed from my heart that Allah. that Allah like gets to mm-hmm. <laughs> you know saves the people who are hungry because the, dude it's super difficult like it's just you know i was crying because i knew at the end of the the day i i, would, I had food and, wow. and i i have a roof over the top of my like um on top of me and <sighs> it was warm there anyways you know so i was like how the heck do they survive and then they also have to ask people for food to stand in right. front of God after all of that they have to do that yeah. and you don't even know what they're gonna eat after that like and every that, day that is was... if that is if they eat yeah there's a thing called not eating you know going to sleep with empty stomach there's a thing yeah. called that for us it's so hard even though we know it's like there's end to it and if it if it comes down to it if you feel like you're passing and if you feel like you're dying you can just eat you know you know that mm. there's end to it but yeah. for them there's no end it's just a matter of luck whether they eat or not it's not oh wow that's that's such a profound realization beautiful. yeah yeah and uh so i um yeah, I went through that, and then, like, the fourth day or the fifth day, I googled, like, <laughs> Ramadan schedule, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, uh, I scheduled my day according to that, and, hello? Yeah, you're here. Okay, so I scheduled my day according to, like, the, the Ramadan, like, you know, the, the times, the, on my work, work, and then... Yeah, when I should stop working and when I should start preparing iftar and and when should I eat and when should I take a nap um, and then, you know, like, and then federal and then, like, yeah, so I adjusted that and then, and then that, there, then I was, I was better, but, but unfortunately, like, I just prayed one, one tarawih the whole Ramadan and, like, I, I wanted to do more and, but I, I you know, I, you, I, mean like, you mean what? in the masjid? You mean in the masjid? No. <laughs> at home, right? At home. Yeah, at I mean, home. yeah. I feel you. No, I didn't even go to the masjid as well, and I was gonna ask, is there masjid even? <laughs> Are they yeah, even I, going to tell? I mean, that's that's how bad it is. Like even at home, I just managed one tarawih. Mm-hmm. Okay. Compared to last year, like. But anyway, so I think Allah knows, like. <laughs> what i've been um for sure 100 percent. yeah i mean it's not it's not easy here you know like with the sleeping schedule and like my anemia i think i just um i just wish that allah accepts whatever i have whatever um, you did yeah true 
and I with, with great intentions that I did it uh, with the right yeah. intention. Um, but in what in what state did it leave you? Mm-hmm. Oh, if, every time I say it, did it leave you? I was like, <laughs> it's, it's, a stop, yeah. it's a stop in my heart. Um, <laughs> Mashallah, this this shows like the love we have for Ramadan, you know. Even the word, the the word is hard. Alhamdulillah, wallahi, like mm. the fact that we we still have the love for it, like it's a blessing as well. Do you know that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Um. So, it left me in a state where I was sad, uh, mm. because I didn't do what I think. I, like I could have used it more I think like mm-hmm. I wish I did um and um also like I it, it left me grat- grateful that it reached me um again for the for the 26th year <laughs> mm-hmm. um and like it it made me like pray for the next year that that I reach it again mm-hmm. or it reached me inshallah so like I think it left me in a in a better in a better place for sure because like mm-hmm. I learned a lot, um and like yeah I started uh, a couple of things in, inside Ramadan as well so inshallah maybe that will continue, yeah. That's How about awesome. you? <clears throat> well, for me, um, when it come when it came, um, you know what they say Ramadan always comes when our soul desperately needs it, right? It mm-hmm. just it's like as if it's no, it knows. Yeah. So definitely mentally, spiritually, I I needed it, and I was so happy it came. I knew I I was like I was taking finals for that semester, like for two days, three days in Ramadan, mm-hmm. and then I knew I, I I would get to have Ramadan without classes, without the class schedule. I was so happy, and it turned out that I had to quarantine as well. So that that really worked out for me. But like my struggles, like especially in starting Ramadan, is that um, I have this habit of in the morning as soon as I wake up, I get to have a coffee. I have to do that. Like yeah, I I straight up run to the coffee. I make my coffee. I make breakfast, and at any given time, like throughout my life, that's yeah. how I function. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I eat a lot or I have to eat it, but I have to eat something with my coffee as soon as I get up. That's mm-hmm. like the cue to start my day. That's how my mind understands it. So when I did, cannot get to, do, I did not get to do that in Ramadan. It was so hard to start the day. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It was so hard for me. So what I did, like for the first few days, was that I, I once I pray Fajr and I'm uh, feeling everything's done, I just sleep. And when I wake up in the morning, I sleep. I make myself sleep. And thankfully. I didn't have anything to do like this mm-hmm. Ramadan, right? So okay. I I wake up around a time where okay, breakfast and coffee time is gone, and uh-huh. at, at, at a time where I can you know I can fool my body. It yeah. was it was really struggle to be honest. I've yeah. been struggling with this like every Ramadan, like the coffee and the breakfast thing. It's like for me personally, I don't even care if I don't eat the whole day. I don't care about dinner. I don't care about lunch and everything. But coffee, yeah. breakfast with coffee, I can never let it, let it go. Mm-hmm. So that was hard. Yeah. But then, like I said, I was at home. I get I I get to nap anytime I want. Yeah. So I adjusted my nap times and I I fooled my my body with that. Like every, I feel like when I feel like having coffee or like breakfast, I sleep mostly in the mornings. I was sleeping to be honest, and mm-hmm. then once I get up, it's like. 
you know, once my body is done with it and whatever, I go on with my day. Alhamdulillah. Other than that, it was not hard. I don't sleep at night much anyways. Like, I'm kind of a night owl. Mm-hmm. So after I eat, like once I break my fast and once I rest a little bit, that, that's actually, for me, that's my day started. Mm-hmm. Like I get to do whatever I want. I kind of go out for a walk. It was, it was amazing for me, alhamdulillah. And mm-hmm. then I stay up late. I eat again. Like I pray if I want to pray late and do that. I read Quran to the point that I could not even read Quran and do the things like in, at, at the t- daytime, you know. Unless there's food in my system. That's how bad it was for me at wow. the beginnings. I, I couldn't do anything because I, I haven't eaten. And like yeah. my, my day hasn't started in my mind. Yeah. And I feel like I need breakfast to function. I need coffee to function. Mm. But like a week in, like, you know, 10, 7 days in, mm-hmm. it got easier, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I did like the physical. Mentally, I was prepared like I thought I was prepared. Yeah. Subhanallah. When I got into it, I I saw how much I was starving mm-hmm. spiritually. Like how much I needed this structure in my life. Like how much I needed to just be my life, just be about one thing and one thing, and that's Allah and the worship. Well, that that it, it really showed me that. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, I have I have tried my best, and for whatever I fall short, inshallah, Allah will fill in it. Um, but and, sure. and and like in half Ramadan, like around the 10 days or the 14 days and whatever, and things like, you know, life happens and things happen that actually kind of hurt me that in in other hand kind of, you know, brought me closer to Allah. Like, mm. and we always do that, right? When you yeah. hurt, when something breaks your heart, you just run to Allah. And yeah. it was Alhamdulillah. It was, I think it was so beautiful. Like for me, it hurt and whatever it hurt and everything. But you know how they say, okay, this is it could be a little exaggerating. I didn't, I, my my heart didn't break that much. But when you <laughs> when something breaks your heart, yeah, kind of, there is a chance that it might break it open. Uh, you know yeah. that, yeah, from inside out. Mm-hmm. So that is a beauty to a heartbreak and and yeah, so. I had things going on that would actually made me hold on to Allah so much so that I won't feel them. It's like a hide, hiding to Allah and the refuge, you know? Yeah. Taking refuge to Allah, alhamdulillah. And that actually made me remember all the other pains or the other bad things that happened. Like I, I, I just, I prayed so much for my dad, which I didn't get the chance to the last Ramadan because I did not made peace with the fact that he was gone mm-hmm. last Ramadan. But this Ramadan, I was like, it was different, alhamdulillah. I was, alhamdulillah. yeah. So to be honest, yes, it was painful. There could be a lot of tears and whatever, but alhamdulillah, I enjoyed Ramadan this time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was it. And But when it leaves, just like you said, you always feel like, oh, shoot, I could have done more. Yeah. Or I remember the times that, I remember the times that because I didn't eat, I couldn't function properly or accomplish yeah. anything. I used to like distract myself, right? So you do some stuff that you were not supposed to do. Like yeah. sometimes I was oh watching animations and whatever, so that to kill time, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I watch animations a lot and I've just been sleeping and watching that. And I remember those times and I was like, oh, shoot, you know? I yeah. could have I I used that state of hunger. For my benefit, instead, yeah. I chose to kill the time, 
and whatever and that's one thing you always think of those things yeah and the I other mean, yeah mm-hmm. no, i just want to mm-hmm. add that you don't just become perfect in, in in ramadan like in one month or like you know like in in one week you, you don't become perfect like uh there there is a high and a low inside ramadan and, oh absolutely yeah and that's just that just sucks more and like thing is you can you can bowl back you can bounce back in in, in ramadan uh faster that than you could like outside i think um, that is the blessings the bonus added to ramadan but it's just like every other day you know you, yeah in a way yeah, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and it sucks when, when what you what you say like we we do waste our time inside ramadan as well to be honest with you i'm just gonna be super open if those things that happened this ramadan didn't happen like like let's say my last ramadan i i had lots of times i wasted like i'm gonna be super honest mm-hmm. because like my body gets weak i know at from a certain point i'm not able to do anything mm-hmm. for me it's like it's not even the food i'm so attached to the idea that there has to be something in my system to even function that's the mm-hmm. mentality that i cannot yeah. right so yeah. when i'm in that state all i could do i i believe all like all there is left to me is that of of course i'm not going to break my fast so mm-hmm. what I, what i can do is that it's make the time yourself. go faster mm. So you do all those things that to kill time, you know. I've done that a lot, but alhamdulillah, you know, it, it happens. Yeah, but Allah, Allah will forgive us. We we are not, we are a work in progress. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. the other thing that actually made me very sad about Ramadan is that, like, now once Ramadan ended, I know that I'm going like more or less the like life is. We're just gonna go to our usual self like more or less oh, the distractions yeah. the distractions are are going to be there you know yeah. all those that and it's just it sucks but it's it's what you said with like earlier on like with the mindset thing like because when you when you get in ramadan it's it, you know like it's, there is a blessing for sure but there's also the mindset that you don't want to waste the ramadan it's just a month it's it's less than a month <laughs> like you know it's just a week you might even say um like metaphorically and you know so you you want to use every second of it so like i mean when you go outside ramadan like you if you can maintain some kind of like mentality as well like if you could say you know i have to i still like i don't i don't even know how long i'm leaving like i should be as productive as i can be you know that's how how fast life goes as well you know it's just that's a flash true. so i mean the mentality also helps because Th- this is our mentality right now that okay ramadan is out i can relax a little <laughs> life no. is back yeah no yeah it so, shouldn't be uh, it should be like that i think yeah. i think um i think that's what we should take from ramadan like self discipline that is true that is absolutely true but like that is true. like there there's no there's no even but to it it yeah. should be like that but in reality sometimes i don't know about you about you but when i'm when i was i'm just going to sit around and do nothing and everything in ramadan there's this voice inside me yeah. that tells me you know like it's ramadan it's ramadan or like when i'm so hungry and so weak i would rather like in ramadan i force myself to sleep or like if it gets worse yeah. than to even think i don't even think of breaking my fast Unless I don't know if I was as sick as you were, to be honest, I don't know what I was. 
no, but for the right amount of hunger, I do other things instead of because I don't want to break the law. Mm. Anything. It's Ramadan, like the month by itself carries weight, like the word itself. Mm. But now, like here, it's there's no Ramadan, and it kind of it makes it less scarier. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. like you said, it's the mentality. It's wrong, and we shouldn't. But I knew it was coming. It was right around the corner. The distractions and the fitna and everything it, it, it become much more worse than it was in Ramadan. Mm. So yeah, that that calmness, that that vibe that we love is going away with Ramadan. So that was sad. Yeah. Um, alhamdulillah, like you said, I'm very happy it came it came and left. Because some people never get to reach it. Some people yep. started it, never get to finish it. Yeah. But we did, so alhamdulillah. Yeah, and that's yeah. like one of the reasons why we feel guilty when we don't make use of it. Because we know of people like who who died just before Ramadan started. And it happens a lot. Yeah. I don't know if, if it is because we pay attention. But it feels like people tend to die more when it's Mm. when Ramadan is about to start. Yeah. Yeah, so that's scary. Yeah, it was scary. And to be honest, whatever is going on in the world in Ramadan was not, it was really heartbreaking. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot to mention one really good that I did to Mm -hmm. myself, what favor I did to myself in Ramadan was I stayed away from social media completely. Mm hmm. Which, sure. alhamdulillah, it actually, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. How much is being fogging my mind? I mean, I'm not saying social media is inherently bad. I don't mm-hmm. want to be those people. But mm-hmm. the way I use it personally, <laughs> yeah. The way I use it personally was bad for me. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way around it. How did but, you decide? Uh, I don't know. It's like, actually, I had other pushes as well. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I have okay. other things that made me want to stay. Uh-huh, okay. But even, like, before, I never, I never, I always decide to stay away. Okay, I'm going to stay away from social media for this amount of time. But I always yeah. come back to it before it, even though I have good reasons. But this time, I don't know, I guess I was tired. Mm. I was, I, I honestly, I was really tired. It's just Ramadan came such a perfect time because I was exhausted about everything. And I just <laughs> wanted something to just, you know. Yeah unload i was looking for something to unload my whatever is i'm carrying yeah so ramadan came and i was so done almost with everything and i was like okay you know i'm gonna do it the first week my hands were like directly going there it's like it's an addiction by the way guys (laughs) i know everyone says it but it is an addiction but when i see the benefits like when i see how my mind start getting clearer and clearer and yeah. I'm not going to lie, like, my ego also helped me a little bit because I talk to my family, my brother or my sister or my friends, and they tell me, oh, did you hear did this happen? Yeah. If it's not something significant, <laughs> I, like, I don't feel bad. I get to say, oh, I don't know. I'm not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> that, The fact that saying that and knowing, oh, there's a whole world is out there, and I'm not that I'm not aware I'm of so like I have <laughs> exactly and it made me feel so special and I loved saying that <laughs> yeah. Oh, so wow. yeah that, that was a yeah, bonus okay. as well but I'm, I'm kidding but subhanallah like we can talk about this in another episode as well because yeah when yeah. you do not involve 
yourself in everything happen, happening around you, you will see yeah. how much of like mental space you clear for yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. so amazing to see that life. St- I don't know. For me, it was such a profound realization because I, I don't know. It was amazing. I loved it. So that helped me as well. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, just to tell you what happened, like, because I'm, I'm not off social media, but I'm off Instagram. Um, and like, I remember the, the first few days after I was off, I, I was telling like, <laughs> I started reaching out to people using other <laughs> social medias like WhatsApp and Telegram. I was like, uh, oh my God, I don't have friends. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my God. I was I was like, wow, I I, re- I really don't have friends in Helsinki. I, I had the illusion that I was super busy with a lot of friends. But the fact was that I was busy with going live on Instagram and replying to you know, like comments, uh, talking to mm-hmm. people, you know, arranging time, arranging topics. Like, I was super busy. Like, I, I didn't have time for anyone. But then all of that died down and I realized, oh, my God, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, like that was a that was a, a hit. Like, it hit me. If, like, if a, you a, say a that, yeah. if you say that, you're much a much, much social person that I am. If you say that, imagine. <laughs> I knew from the start I don't have friends. <laughs> when yeah. Instagram was not there, now, Instagram you follow like all sorts of people that people you knew from at some point in your life. Yeah, but it could be from high school, and so it makes it gives you that illusion that you're still with them and you're part of them. Yeah, you know, part of the world and everything. But when you distance yourself and you see your contact and who you will be talking to this time, it shows you. Oh wow, I'm like no, no, <laughs> yeah. like no. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're not really in your reality. The same thing, like, uh, it's so crazy that you mentioned this because um, I, one time, like, um, this guy, uh, he he messaged me, he DM'd me, and he's like, he was a he was a friend from uh, university, like, at this, mm-hmm. and then he's like, hi, how are you? Like, I think I replied to his story or something, and he's like, oh my god, how are you? I'm like I'm good what's up and then he's like I'm good you know like every time I see you like I see your story and I I feel like we we are in touch all the time but now I realize like we we talked a long time ago and I'm like oh my god like he was not even the first one to say that because my friends my actual friends like and the ones in Addis like um they they wouldn't call me and I'm like and and my cousins and I called like like one of my friends and one of my cousins and I'm like I was kind of complaining I was like hey how are you why are you like so distant what's wrong with you and then they're like oh my god Hindu Allah like I see you live every day I see I see your story and I feel like I'm with you like I'm up to date with what you're doing so that's why and I'm like, oh my god, shit! Like people feel like that. It's a yeah, real, it's, it's an it's, illusion, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. And now, and, like, it's so it's so weird sending each person a photo, individual- like, mm-hmm. yeah, individually. Mm-hmm. Like because earlier on, I'll just put it on my story, and people would see, like, my friends mm-hmm. would see it, and mm-hmm. and then they wouldn't ask me for a photo. But now I'm like, okay, so it was Eid or like I, I made something that I want to update every 
like every yeah, chance that I have. <laughs> That's and actually then, like, the beauty of you, it. You would decrease the number of friends that you would want to send, yeah. and then you would know like who your real like who, who remain exactly. Yeah, and like who yeah. would reply to you, uh, to your DMs, and then yeah, that that put me back in reality. Yeah. So honestly, I went like I like I went back to Instagram on Eid. Because mm-hmm. remember a few days before we talked and you told me what's going on and everything. Yeah. And I realized actually significant things have happened mm-hmm. that I'm not aware of. So I wanted to read about it. I saw some YouTube. Anyways, for Eid, I went back to Instagram just so to see my sister and family and friends with their, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was crawling and I was seeing selfies of people that before at one time I felt we were close or we were just like you said, we keep in touch and everything. After a month of going away and when I came back and see their selfies or like their activities, I was like, oh, are they still here? Like, I <laughs> like, I swear to God, like, at that moment, I realized, yeah. no, I'm so, it, it, it showed me how much, like, we don't, like, they don't exist in my reality. Yeah. Before, before Instagram gave me exactly before Instagram gave me the illusion that we do we are in uh, in the same circles or whatever. Mm. But when I see them still going on with their life, I realized I don't know these people. Like I have completely erased them from my memory. So mm. when I saw them again, I was like, I was surprised. Oh wow! Okay, still going on. <laughs> this this actually needs uh, its its own podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. And that actually forced me. Like, I'm just gonna close it. This thing with this, yeah. It forced me. And then the other day, or I don't know wherever, I just went to my following and follower list, and I kind of unfollowed and like <laughs> yeah, around two hundred people. I literally, yeah. I legit in one sitting, two hundred. Oh. I removed like 200 people. I don't have that much of followers to begin with. I had like around 800 something, mm-hmm. almost 900. Now I have like six. I, I, uh-huh. I just realized it's just, yeah. what, what, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Anyways. Okay, well. so as a conclusion, we kind of went sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as a conclusion, how, so we talked about how, kind of a little bit easy it is in Ramadan to accomplish things the self-discipline and everything you want to do how do you plan to keep uh like those habits you formed those good things you formed in Ramadan throughout your life you want to take it first or uh please go ahead because I'm not really good at consistency I've told you so many times I have so much to learn from you when it comes to (laughs) consistency have I not been saying that I have right (laughs) so please go ahead yeah um start a journey for consistency um that's what i would say right now mm-hmm. uh you'll, you'll learn a lot uh, <laughs> set, set a time at then uh set a set, set a period uh time period and then do something every day and mm-hmm. if it would be better if if you have like um people that would hold you accountable um but as for the other thing, I'm not like an expert on consistency, but like I understand it more now after mm-hmm. like, my hundred uh, days. Mm-hmm. Than you d- I you did that though. Yeah, I did. Good I did. job. Yeah. Oh, that was. I'm sure it took a lot from you mentally. Oh my god, it did. Oh, it did. Uh, but uh, Alhamdulillah, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it was a learning. You kept experience. you kept the promise you made to yourself. This is all I yeah. want. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do I uh, 
what what's my plan to keep like those, mm-hmm. those like it could be uh, like religion wise as well like mm-hmm. let's say we've been reading quran for almost every day right how do you want to keep that <laughs> whatever it is yeah um it's uh i have to be honest like i after i completed uh like reading from from cover to cover um uh, I, I completed it like on the 20th day of ramadan then after mm-hmm. that like i do not do it every day because <laughs> Don't because worry, my plan my plan was to just be completed it. Mm-hmm. yeah so to be honest I, same okay so like mm-hmm. the last 10 days when you should be like doing more i was <laughs> I was trying to maintain my you know my health and my uh mm-hmm. yeah I was I was I was doing my best for sure like trying to sleep it was it's so difficult when, like, to be honest so that's difficult. part of the worship as well okay yeah because you're doing it for the right intention so that you never have to, to reach a point where you have to break your fast that's yeah. why you're taking care of yourself right so yeah. that's part of the worship as so. well like you don't have to don't don't paint it as a negative light taking care of yourself <laughs> part of ibadah no it really is it's part yeah. of it. well it doesn't feel like it because it doesn't you know, but, yeah. but it is in reality okay. it is because yeah, if so, you neglect okay. yourself and your health and I, i'm i'm just going to tell you you're going to reach to a point where you can no longer fast i mean yeah. that's possible isn't it mm, it is okay uh well so what i what i um I have like a couple of things that I have started. I I just I don't want to mention it uh yet. Um mm-hmm. but, but like I have I have a couple of projects that I'm doing on my own and I have mm-hmm. like another thing that I have with uh, with a friend um mm-hmm. that I started in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Um and I think like I I want to keep doing that like uh mm-hmm. not I think uh but I'm going to keep doing it inshallah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that other like the the my projects i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna do them on the weekends um and the other thing i'm just gonna do it like three times uh three times a week mm. um and as i said like what i will what i will um what will help me in achieving this is first mentality uh mm. like i i am very serious about it like i want to accomplish what i've started and ramadan was not enough it was super fast and like my sleeping schedule and everything was messed up so um so it was not impossible to finish it during ramadan and like it it needed more time so mm-hmm. um i understand that but mm-hmm. i'm going to finish it inshallah before next ramadan if allah <coughs> will inshallah <laughs> if not then um if not then i will continue as a um until it ends until mm-hmm. i reach the goal well, start and restart start and restart inshallah yeah um mm. so so that's my, that's my i think the first is mentality and the second is dua and uh, third mm. is just just focusing like w- w- whenever like I, I i fall off the wagon i'm mm-hmm. just going to keep going back at it you know so, that's 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 what matters yeah mm-hmm. inshallah so that's uh mm. Yeah, that I think the intention that's what mm-hmm. I have. How about you? Huh, for me um first thing is that um I'm for me you said first is mentality and second dua for you, right? For yeah. me like first is dua. Because... Oh my god, I feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not don't worry. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. 
I'm not trying to be technical on you. Like, I totally get your point. But I have a reason yeah. to say that. Hear me okay. out. Of course, you started with Bismillah as well. That is yeah. a dua, okay? But mm-hmm. for me, what I'm trying to say is that this Ramadan, I saw how weak I am. Like, uh-huh. how absolutely, like, fragile I am and weak I am. And I need whatever it is. Like, I need something to rely on. I mean, we all know this. This is not like a new concept, right? But sometimes just things happen that show you, that actually force you to stare at your weakness. And then I realized, like, I always make plans. I always plan this and this. I do this. I try, like, a self-transformation. I craft projects. I do all those things, but they never come through for me because I realized I was depending on my abilities Mm. instead of, you know, like asking or relying or completely giving it away for Allah. So when I fell before for projects or things I want to do or things get hard for me in my like life transformation, everything, I just, I just think, okay, I'm not capable to do that. And I always left it at that. To be honest, that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. I try my best. I get pumped up. I do this for a while and everything. And when things get hard, instead of asking for help or instead of realizing, oh, at this point, this is where I need Allah to lift me up. I just realized, okay, I'm not cut out for this. Or I have this, 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 this problems and whatever, whatever. I'm not capable. And I left it. Mm-hmm. So this Ramadan, I decided to turn it all around, like to do it the other way. I'm just going to start with dua. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk with dua. I'm going to like take the first day with dua. And I do it with dua. And if I reach to a point where I have to fail, I'm just going to do it with dua. And see what happens because this is not what I've been doing, like me personally. Right? If you have to fail, you'll do you'll do it with the dua. I mean, if when I reach to a point that I have to fail, like let's say I'm gonna fail at this specific thing, something failed on me, I'm mm-hmm. still gonna fail it while making dua. Mm, okay, okay. Makes That's sense. what I'm trying to say. Like okay. even in the process of failing it, even in the process of not achieving it, yeah. I'm still gonna make a dua yeah. while I do it. Okay. I mean the dua might change. It could be like acceptance dua, it could be an acceptance dua. Yeah. But yeah. whatever it is, you know, I'm just you know better. Exactly. My point is to talk to Allah throughout from mm. now on. Because it's just I I realized I need a lot more transformation than I thought I did. Like, I have to start from scratch yeah. on how I have developed myself and everything. So, to be honest, I don't have a major, significant, or whatever plan. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to do is, like, dua and, yeah, that reliance on Allah. Well, you are, you are it, it has made you so humble, mashallah, because I really, I really, listening to you and listening to my answer, <laughs> it really makes me feel like I have become more um arrogant than i was before and i'm i'm actually i was afraid of that like i'm always afraid of that uh but this time i'm more afraid of it because i feel like my heart has become a little bit hard and a little bit i have become more confident in myself and my abilities than you know before mm-hmm. not necessarily less confident in allah like not necessarily mm-hmm. you know thinking less of allah's like power and uwa, but but like believing in myself more and like believing that I have been in the position that I am um, because I can do the things that um, that, <laughs> I, that that are give, given to me. Um, I think like 
I have more experience now <laughs> in um I think at work and you to know be like on it to be honest with you it's it's not inherently a bad thing to believe in yourself more just like you said I think it comes to it, it, this believing in yourself more and being a little bit confident comes with uh like accomplishing and fulfilling promises you make to yourself but at one point if you you've been fulfilling you become more confident and you, yeah. you grew more that, that's not a, a bad thing if anything it's a good sign that that's it says you've been doing this but like you said just make sure to like go with Allah hand in hand mm-hmm. don't forget his ability like don't forget what made you what got you this far is mm-hmm. not entirely your abilities tell me no. <laughs> you, you were granted this ability yeah. mm-hmm. you were granted because there are people that did the same thing you did mm-hmm. and with somehow it didn't happen for them yep. or because Allah showed you the right thing that would work for you it's not that you figured it out it just Allah yep. showed you and you know you, you've you've played your part too what you're supposed to but something came before that and that's Allah that's all you need yep. to remember but yep. it's not a bad thing to be a little bit confident in yourself or to have that mentality that says I've got this that's not mm. a bad thing we need that I need that but as you say you you also need to remember that you're not the only one doing this that there there's a blessing from allah there's there's um you know an okay from allah like there but you forget so that's mm -hmm. what that's what makes me scared like i need this kind of like uh uh, uh, a poke like Mm -hmm. hello Mm -hmm. no no don't worry worry. we hear each other to remind one another yeah yeah. And we'll keep doing that. But mm-hmm. anyways, I'm so happy to hear that things are working out for you. Kitos. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Kitos is, uh, thank you, in Finnish. Really? <laughs> okay. No, for real. I really yeah. am. It's good to hear. Thank you. And yeah, may Allah accept from you, me, and everyone. Inshallah. May Allah send his mercy on us, on the world. And all the Muslims all over the world because it's sick. It's sick. It's um, like it makes you sick to your stomach, whatever is going on. It does. So yeah, may Allah cover us with his mercy. Amen. And is there anything else you want to add? Because this feels like the right time to end it. It does. And I I was just waiting for you, um because your doors have like you you, you make great doors. <laughs> I do make doors, don't I? I don't know if they're good or not, but I do make doors. <laughs> They are. <laughs> so yeah, may Allah yeah. keep us alive to welcome the next the Ramadan, and like, we will inshallah also finish it at a much, much, much place that we were before. Inshallah. Yeah, I really want the state of the world to be a little bit better, inshallah, in the next few months because and, it's, and I it's, want it to be like much, much better. True. Like I'm, I'm shying away from the power of Allah. That's true. <laughs> because yeah. in my head, I was like. It's kind of, you know, like the world is done. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Uh, yeah. But Anyways. inshallah, Allah can turn like um, anything. Things, so, inshallah. yeah. And inshallah. Allah, hopefully, never... Allah do not, hopefully Allah won't taste us with the things that we cannot bear. Because I'm not lying to you every single thing headline that i see that came from all over the world it's like i cannot even imagine to be put through that for a day so yeah may allah hold back everything that we cannot bear or things like 
things that came down on us that will actually take us astray from his path because mm-hmm. there are two mm-hmm. types of hardship one it breaks you from inside out it just leaves you at the door of Allah and the other it just it takes you away it gets you angry yep. it gets you mad and everything so if we have to be tasted inshallah it's with the things that get us closer to Allah I mean may, yeah. Allah, may Allah give them patience for whoever is going through, um, yeah, perseverance for for those who are going through hardship, um, and may Allah like um clear what is wrong from what is right, um, one hundred percent. Oof, I mean that's and, that um, and, and may Allah help us um maintain our good deeds that or habits that we have started during Ramadan. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. May Allah every broken soul. Allah wipe away everyone's tears. Amen. And yeah, please keep us in your dua, whoever's please. listening to this. Please do. And let yeah. us know if you have topics, by the way. <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah. you're not on Instagram anymore, so we I'm cannot not. ask people, but you can ask your friends yeah. and whatnot. And probably we'll see each other in two weeks. Is that what we're doing now? Yes. Every other week? Okay. Yes. So okay. I'll see you in two weeks, inshallah. Inshallah, Habibti. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam.